0: Hey, welcome to the Homer Hargrove podcast, where we tap into people's unrealized potential. I'm Homer Hargrove, and today we are going to be talking about the four best character traits for your team. And I want to start with this big thought an organization's culture is built by the values that are either intentionally made or neglectfully allowed within the teams who are leading every place has a culture every place has a feeling a vibe whatever you want to call it we we have this within every team within every organization especially within ministry and it's important for us to move beyond the level of leadership that just we start off kind of with this idea of whoever is willing to show up you're on the team but that can last for so long i mean there's periods of that where you just like you need volunteers and you you take anyone who you can get. But there's a point where you level up and you start being intentional about character traits that are necessary for your team to grow. And think about any time that you've been a part of a toxic team or a toxic workplace, and there are just certain character traits that people could have, whether it's knowingly or unknowingly, that can damage the progress for the entire team. It doesn't matter if everyone is competent or talented if you have a bad character within that that person or that team. And so he, these are four these are four character traits that I think are most valuable for a team. And it's taken me really the full 13 years I've been in ministry. It's taken me a long time to realize how just valuable these qualities are i've had a lot of people join teams leave teams Uh, i've had people leave blessed and i've had people leave disgruntled or even angry and there's been many times where i've been the leader leading and and wanting to pull my hair out thinking man why did i get this kind of person on my team Why, why are they being like this and it wasn't their fault it was the fact that i allowed just anybody to join the 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 close-knit team that the team that really got things done in certain ways it's like you have to have values for each team but because I was neglectful I, I would get frustrated I would get frustrated and frustrated and those people would get frustrated because we had different ideas and different expectations and so again over the years I find these four qualities to be utmost value if you find one person that possesses all of them then hallelujah that they could be some great additions to your team but i think that even just one of these values at, at a top-notch level i'm talking like level 10 one value man dude that that can really change the game when you make it an an intentional and important decision for when you're allowing people to join your team and i'm talking about even just volunteers Okay, I'm not even talking about the idea of like, well, it's important when you hire. I'm talking about even just volunteers. These qualities are so necessary as you get closer and closer to people who like are personally lifting you up and assisting you and being extensions of you. These are important qualities to have. So the first one is authenticity. I would argue that this is probably the most important one. If you had to choose just one, I think authenticity would be that one. And this really boils down to trust and believing who you are talking to. We just have this, this human nature to morph into whatever we are joining. We're like these natural chameleons and it's so easy for people to project who you want them to be. And, Think about how many times it's like you've had that that initial job interview and as they are asking you questions and, and you're just like, yeah, I, I'm i totally that person. And you're just like you're answering in a way that you know that what that interviewer wants to hear. And then a couple of months later, you realize that you don't like the job at all, that everything they were asking, you knew the right answer but it wasn't really authentic to you. And so you get frustrated, your boss gets frustrated, and it just ends up not being a good fit. Authenticity, for a person to be just an authentic person, it's actually really goes against the grain to what society tells us and and how we are even raised to behave. Authenticity takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of boldness to be yourself and to say what you really feel, even though no one else is saying it it takes courage to do that. And when you are able to find somebody to where when you're talking to them, they're not who you, they're not pretending to be who they think you want them to be, but they're being the, their genuine selves. They are someone so valuable. They're so precious because they're rare to come by. Again, I think authenticity is one of the highest qualities. If you looking for a it, only one I would suggest authenticity, because what you see is what you get. They can be people you could trust, they can be people who are honest, and if it's not a right fit, you don't have to figure it out. so <laughs> you don't have to take so much time to figure it out. they'll be upfront about it. The next one, number two is teachability. Teachability. And I feel like this word gets thrown around a lot in ministry. A lot of people believe that they're teachable when in truth. They're not. They have a false perception of themselves. And so I think that teachability really boils down to emotional maturity and and, uh, being able to be guided. Uh, No one is going to say, I'm not a teachable person, but people have a, a stronger grasp of their emotional health. And if their feelings are easily hurt when someone corrects them or brings exhortation, anything like that to where your your first instinct is offense or uh, to defend yourself. See that those are all connections to emotional maturity. Now, in this, I'm not saying that we can't be human. We can feel emotions, but it's emotional maturity is kind of like anger management. Everyone will be angry. I, I used to teach anger management. Um, uh, to, to young people court ordered. And I'll tell them that you will always get angry, but it's about how we learn how to manage our anger that that allows us to be people in society. And in the same way with emotions, you will feel emotions, but how you handle those emotions matter. And that is what bridges the gap to teachability, that emotional maturity of being able to be guided. Now, number three, now I want to be careful in how I describe this one. Number three is loyalty. Loyalty. I'm not suggesting blind loyalty. I want to make that clear. I'm not just saying blind loyalty, but this boils down to commitment and being willing to stick things out when times are confusing or when times are difficult that i think that the toxic sense of loyalty the toxic loyalty is i'm going to blindly follow this leader even when they're wrong that is not what i'm suggesting i think that true loyalty even boils down to going back to that authenticity of being able to talk to the leader in a in a in a humble way and sharing your genuine concerns that is more loyal than to just blindly follow and crit- and, and tear down anyone that has a criticism. Loyalty is just really about being committed because it may not be months, maybe it's years. There are going to be times that are difficult. If your organization, if your ministry has been great thus far, get ready. There's most likely some caca on the way. And if it has just been like, man, zero, vi- like we just got so zeroed in and focused on our vision. We're just, we're winning souls. We're doing X or we're doing Y, we're doing Z. And you're just, you're just so focused. You must know that there's a point of growth where things get confusing. It's kind of like having kids. When you have just one kid, it's, I can, it's hard, but I can do this. When you have two kids, like, okay, I'll handle this one and you handle that one. But then when you have three kids, you're like, Okay, this just got a little more confusing. Who handles who and and how do I handle it when one kid wants this and that kid wants that? It just gets more complicated with growth. It gets more confusing. And that's where that commitments from the loyalty comes into place to where I am committed to this team. I'm committed to this organization. I believe in it even though it's been hard, even though it can, it feels confusing. I know that we're working to a goal that I believe in. That is loyalty. And now this fourth one is, I want to say also carefully because I don't want it to be misinterpreted. Again, loyalty that can be easily misinterpreted. Not talking about blind loyalty. Now this fourth one is brokenness, brokenness. And this this really boils down to having a sense of experience and the ability to overcome a sense of experience and the ability to overcome. I'm not saying that everyone on your team has to have a horrible life experience. I'm I'm not trying to suggest that, but what I am suggesting is that when someone does have a difficult experience that they have overcome, it, it gives a, a, a sense of strong experience. This, this. It's like when you go through difficult times, you and you persevere and you endure. It, it brings something out of you that can't be taught. It, it just brings something out that is is almost difficult to articulate. But you learn how to endure through pain and, and through how to how to persevere through agony, and that is something that is so special it's something to be treasured because people who've experienced brokenness and overcome they're some of the most resilient people you can ever meet and especially me I work in recovery quite a bit and so many people who have gone through recovery who've who've gone through recovering from addictions and difficult things they have even even as they're going through uh actual rehab as they're going through actual Uh, um, detox they're finding a sense of resilience that they that they have faced a difficult struggle but they desire to overcome that they desire to persevere and to break the things that have held them back I mean it's it's something so incredible to see and when people overcome that brokenness in life doesn't matter what cause it it's like there's that that resilience that comes out. It's just like all the little pretty stories that we he- hear about how pearls are made, how diamonds are made, all through this pressure. Well, brokenness really embodies that. And being able to overcome from uh, overcome those those immense struggles in life, that's something special that that again can't be compared with anything else. So what do we talk about today, we talk about the power of authenticity it's one of the most valuable traits to have regardless of anything else knowing that you can trust the person who you are talking to the second is teachability or emotional health being able to have emotional maturity and being able to be guided we talked about loyalty not toxic loyalty we're talking about being committed and being willing to stick things out even when things are confusing or difficult and then we talked about brokenness about being able to have a sense of experience and endurance being able to overcome as an individual finding resilience within yourself these are some of the best character traits to look for not only within yourself but for your team and i want to give these three takeaway questions first is which single trait do you align with the most? Which single trait do you personally align with the most? Not, not, don't pick more than one, just pick one. And once you identify it, lead with it. If you are a authentic person, I'm telling you, that is, uh, people, people love authenticity and they will follow leaders who are authentic. If you're a person who is very teachable, lead with it, surround yourself with that emotional maturity and allow yourself to learn from your teams. You know how many CEOs and, and how many leaders struggle to learn from their team members, from the people that they're leading? That's a valuable trait to have. If it's loyalty, man, you could really uh, cause an organization to overcome through any kind of, you're able to inspire hope in dark situations, brokenness. You have this innate thing within yourself that you will beat it you will become resilient you will overcome it's it's powerful to know that if anything else fails you will overcome so again identify which one you you are and lead with it number two without limiting it to the four values discussed today evaluate the individuals on your team look at your team members and distinguish which single character value they each identify with the most Look at each person. I'm not trying to suggest a stereotype for each individual, but to know the value that's most most, uh, uh, attributed to the identity of each individual team member will help you when it comes to communicating with them and placing them in the right positions for them to thrive. And finally, number three, how can you practically start imparting these qualities within your team or your organization? How can you take what we talked about today and begin imparting them in a practical way? I'm not just talking about saying them all the time. I'm not talking about just putting them on your website or getting signs made. I'm talking about how can you practically make this uh, an ongoing impartation? How can you communicate this ongoing to your team to be able to change the culture of your organization with all that being said thank you for tuning into this episode i hope that it was edifying for you and i hope that it made a difference in your life until next time have a good life